Welcome back to the huddle. The Gopher men's hockey team is on their way to the Frozen Four in Tampa this weekend. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, two-time NCAA champion and assistant coach for the Gopher men's hockey team, Paul Martin. Paulie, good morning. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. Great to have you. Uh, congratulations on on a, a phenomenal, fun season so far. My goodness, this team has been so much fun uh, from start to finish. When you look at the guys on this roster, and you, right now you have two guys, uh, Nyes and Cooley, who are up for the Hobie Baker. Certainly uh, you could make some arguments for others, too, who could have been in there. But when you look at this team and the roster and compare it to some of the great teams that you played on, what does this team have that those teams did have? And what does this team have maybe – uh, if it's something that makes them better than some of the teams that you played on, yeah, great, great question. And, and like you said, it's been been a lot of fun. It's a, it's a great group of guys, um, you know, this year and to get to the Frozen Four. And I feel like a lot of the things that they have is they've got great leadership. You know, we had the Leopolds and the Poles, and kind of setting a good example and making sure everyone was included and a valuable member of the team. And, and with this group, you know, Lacombe and Johnson. And, Brock Schaefer, who easily could have signed at the end of last year in pursuit of pro career, decided to come back and um, try to do something special. And, you know, so far they've been able to do that. So, I mean, I think the times are a lot different. Um, this team definitely has a lot more skill, I think, than we did. I mean, just looking at, like you said, Nyes and Cooley as, as two Hobie Baker Award finalists, and, you know, that's never happened in the history of the game. So I think it's just comparable, but they just um, – you know, have probably a little bit more more skill, a little bit more fun uh, to watch. So it's it'll be exciting. Paul, did did the guys and you mentioned something that uh, that I was curious about? We didn't ever have this opportunity when I was playing football, but hockey's obviously a totally different sport. But the ability to turn pro, but these guys all staying back, whether it's Faber, Nizer, Johnson, whoever. Um, did you guys, did they talk to you as coaches or as friends and, and just say, hey, what do you think? Or, or at least get a temperature for what the coaching staff felt as far as should they go to the next level or should they stay? Or was that kind of a decision they made on their own? Yeah, I mean, I think it's changed so much. I mean, from my experience or back when we were playing, there weren't, uh, you know, family advisors involved. The parents weren't involved as much. Um, NHL teams have player development guys that are working with them. So I think they're a lot more connected, you know, to that experience. So I think it is a little bit of everything. I think it kind of comes down to the player. It's their their decision and what they want to do, um, you know, what their priorities are. I mean, I think we just kind of tell them, like, um, you know, if you're if you're ready to go um, and you think you're going to make a jump to play in the NHL, then, then why not? But if you're going to go, you know, ride a bus and spend some time in the minors, uh, there's no place better than to, to develop your, your hockey skills and be part of a good a good squad here at uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Paul, it, it's it's – a challenge sometimes to jump into coaching at the collegiate level, especially when you've played at such a high level. And I know that you're still somewhat new to this. Um, what's this transition been like for you from going from player to now uh, coaching as well with this great group? Yeah, good question. It's been a really um, good learning experience for me. You know, like you said, there's a lot of things um, as a player that you can take, um, you know, from your experience, hopefully, um, lend some insight for the guys, but at the same time, the, the times have changed. It's a different, um, you know, landscape. And for the most part, I, I probably learn more from them than they do from me. So, um, it's helpful when it's a good group of guys, you know, always asking questions and wanting to learn and, you know, bring the work ethic to the, to the rink every day. So I've been learning a lot from the staff too. We had a great staff here that, um, some of them have been around for a while. So it's been a great learning experience for me. 
Paul, I got to tell you, when I when I when I look up all the different awards and things that you've done in your career as a player, it's absolutely extraordinary, including the Olympic teams and everything else. And you were you were part of the WCHA days. Um, I loved that era, quite frankly. And I understand that you know as as things change, they do change in in terms of now it's the Big Ten. But so speaking of the Big Ten, what do you think about this move from Mike? Uh, Hastings as he's gone over to Wisconsin. I mean, is that mm-hmm. did that surprise you at all that he decided to make that move, or was that something that you felt like at some time there was going to be a move from Hastings? Yeah, I mean, I think he's accomplished uh, a great deal there um, at Mankato, and I mean, he has a really good track record as well as being a you know one of the, the high end coaches that's available. And I think when you look at Wisconsin and the Big Ten and a very big you know school that you know, wants to probably make sure that they have um, someone at the helm that, that can bring them that, that clout, which, which Hasty does. He actually was here um, around when I was around at the end of my time at, at Minnesota and got to know him a little bit, and I think he'll do a great job over there. Paul Martin joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning. Paulie, I, I, looking at, at Boston here, uh, other than the fact that they uh, their head coach is Jay Pandolfo, who, who's done a great job over there, and I imagine you guys cross paths a bit uh, in the NHL. Uh, they are, they're a pretty hot team. They haven't lost, I think, since the end of February, but their goaltending or their defense is fantastic because they don't give up a lot of goals. What, what have you guys identified as the toughest thing you have to solve when you take them on? Yeah, good, good question. I, I actually played with, with Pandoa Jay for, yeah. for five four years in Jersey. And I mean, if, if their team represents anything that he stands for, um, you know, they're going to be a, a good team. They have a lot of uh, skill that can skate and, you know, play in the right way. And like you said, the backhand, they have a, a couple defensemen, the Hudson and Fensore who um, can contribute offensively, you know, really good. And that Comesso's, um, you know, an all world, all class goaltender. So, you know, for us, it'll probably be, you know, managing the puck, getting the puck back behind their D, you know, like we have been doing, making them play defense. And like they always say, the local cliche, right? Get pucks to the net and get people to the net. So it should be a good, a good matchup. They have a lot of, of speed and skill, just like we do. Paul, I got to tell you, um, if uh, I'm going to the game and because I live down here, and I would tell you, uh, if you need me to come in there for the the pregame speech, I can do <laughs> my very best. Yes. yes, we need that. I've seen Miracle a lot, so I really think I've got that down. Anyway, um, Lane Hudson from Boston, uh, he seems to be just an absolute freak show of a player. Is that is that a guy that you guys have definitely focused on and said, you know what? There's a lot of different players on this team. They're a very good team. But this guy's a guy that we have to figure out how we can stop him. Definitely. I mean, I think we've seen, say, like a Luke Hughes or, you know, as a comparison or certain defensemen that can really elevate their play and someone that you have to, to watch out for. And, you know, they're, they're tough to stop. So for us, it'll be more about, you know, containing him as a group and, um, you know, having that um, awareness of where he is on the ice at all times. So he'll definitely be a challenge for us. Paul, there is a, a lot of fanfare and things that go around uh, the Frozen Four. And I, you've been through it. You've seen it. You've been there with the heydays of this program, which seem to be making quite a bit of a, of a uh, kind of a resurgence now. But how do you tell these guys, or, or do you have to tell these guys, that, yes, we're here, it's fun, and there's a lot to this, but this is a business trip? Uh, do these kids, uh, and I say kids, they're 18, 19, 20 years old, did they understand that? Is there something this season that caused them to say, you know what, we know that this is a business trip and we're not going to get sucked up into all of everything else that goes on at the Frozen Four? Yes, great question. I think some of that goes back to kind of the history of some of the guys that are here and how their seasons have ended. 
um, the last couple of years, you know, to Mankato um, and the desire that they have to kind of get over that that hump and perform here at uh, at the Frozen Four. So I think they understand kind of the, the pressure is a privilege, and they also understand, you know, that we deserve to be here and the work that we put in to get to this point. Um, and it's kind of blocking out the noise, right, the, the all the outside stuff. Um, so it is a business trip, um, and it will be a lot of fun, I think. Um, they, they like staying in the moment, um, you know, every day they come in in the present and, and put in the work. So hopefully it's, it's something like that and we, we have some success. Well, Paul, I, the last thing I'd ask you is this. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, you guys got to get the Frozen Four next year since it's in St. Paul. And then a few years later, you're going to be out there in, in Las Vegas. And I'd love a trip out there. And I'm thinking Dave <laughs> and I could have some fun covering that. So yeah. Yeah. We hope Anything you guys we can, can really do. roll. <laughs> we'll, we'll, do it. we'll do our best. I like that plan. Hey, Paul, awesome. I appreciate the time, buddy. Good luck with the trip. You guys leave on Tuesday. Is that right? We leave on Tuesday, yep. Uh, we got people asking if there's a send-off. Is there a parade send-off when you guys take off on Tuesday? <laughs> Good question. I, I, that's above my pay grade. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, me... thank right. you so much for the time. Good luck down there, and bring us home a championship, okay? Thanks for having me. You guys take care. We'll talk to you. Thanks, Thanks Paul. Paulie. Paul Martin on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, just a just one of the all-time good guys in hockey. Uh, love that team. They are so much fun. We've talked about them all season long, Pete, how much fun uh, this team has been. We didn't even get to talk about Jimmy Snuggerud, who's not no. uh, in, the, in a finalist for the Holbeat. But, I mean, you look at That's what I'm saying. you got three guys on this team that legitimately could have made a chance, you know, could have been in uh, for the for the Holby Baker, now two mm-hmm. uh, from the team. Uh, with Cooley and Nyes, both those guys have played very, very well. We'll step aside, take a quick break. You are listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO.